I, I want to share with you uh, a few thoughts. And what I'm going to do is share with you these few thoughts, and we're going to come again and share it fully with you. What we've just heard today in all of our services, uh, both services and even uh, today multiple times, we have heard something that I want to in, uh, uh, inform you of or interpret. It's the life of the Son of God. Amen. That's what we have been hearing. That's what we have been singing. The life of the Son of God. Do not take your journey with Jesus for granted. Don't have a nice little relationship, a ho-hum relationship. You ought to have one of those wow, bang uh, relationship with Jesus. He is so amazing. You know, when we think of the life of the Son of God and that, and that you and I who are earthly, we are people of the earth, people of a lower order, are now inhabited by the very life of God himself. Amen. Now, I, that may not do enough for you, but for me, it causes me to stay up at night, not, not as it were sleeplessness in the sense that it is a, a, a negative, but it causes me to stay up and worship, to know that God would want to live in me. You have the life of the Son of God. The Word was always God. The Word was always God. The Logos was always God and became flesh so that the Word, He, could save the world. So the salvation of the world uh, was, came into reality or the realm of possibility because the Word wanted it so. That Word has a name. That the Word of God, the Logos, has a name. And that name of the Logos, the name of salvation, the name of life is Jesus. That's what that is. Jesus. Jesus, the Son of God. The Word, Jesus, is the eternal life. Not a eternal life, but the Word, Jesus, is the eternal life. And what God did for all of us who are seated here, who have faith, and all of those who are online, God gave himself. He had nothing better to give you. There was nothing other than himself that could save us, so he gave himself. He gave himself through the Son of God. Those are the most precious words that I've ever read in the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever didn't matter, whoever. You say, but this person has done this and that, whoever. No, God, but you don't know. This person even cursed you. He said, whoever. That is the love of God. That is the, the personality of God. That is everything God that says, I love you. I'm giving myself for you. That's why we're here today, because God so loved us that he gave us eternal life. In the Gospels, we learn about the life of Jesus, the life not only that he has but that he is. It's not so much that it is something that he has and then he is the shell of it, but he is the reality of it himself. So Jesus 
is the eternal life. He is the life. The life he gives through, uh, to us through faith is himself. Jesus said, uh, don't worry about your life. Don't worry about your life. And this is what your life is like. What you will eat. <laughs> what you will drink. Don't worry about your body. What you will wear. What you will put on. Jesus says, life is more than food. And this body that you have is, is more than clothing. It's all right to look good. But says it's more than that. It is something that we can't touch, as it were, but the reality is still there. Everything that we do should speak of this one man, this one person. I, I love to tell the, the often story about the young woman who left the church because she thought I preached the same sermon every week. And then I had to explain, but not in her hearing. She was gone. Sometimes you leave before the explanation becomes clear. Don't leave before the explanation becomes clear. I said, I don't preach the same sermon. I preach the same man. See, we're going to be learning the same man. We're going to be learning about the same man throughout eternity. Can you imagine that? That someone is so huge, large, bigger than everything that you and I could know that were we to live one trillion years, there will be something about this one being that we didn't know before. If we learn something every day, that's how big Jesus is, and that is the price of your salvation. I also like to say that I'm not worried about the devil tricking me and getting me. I'm not worried about the devil somehow possessing me. The devil can't afford me. The devil can't afford you. He can't afford you. Jesus paid too high a price. Jesus paid. That's why you can live and live and, and run from God. Just running, 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 running. And cannot run him. Cannot run his love. Cannot run his love for you. You cannot outrun the, extent, the extension of his life toward you. This is Jesus. This is the life of the Son. The life of the Son pursued you until he overcame you. That's why you are here. That's why death couldn't take her. That's why the car wreck couldn't take you. That's why insanity could not take your mind from you. When the enemy came in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord lifted up a standard against them. That's why, because of the life of the Son of God. Jesus has saved you. And when I love the, the story that my wife tells about the young pastor who was asked the question, can the saved be lost? He said, it all depends on who saved you. If Jesus saved you, and I, I grew up Pentecostal, and if you're Pentecostal, I'm not insulting you, but, and maybe some other denomination, but I grew up there, and you could, get, you could be lost by combing your hair wrong. By putting some lipstick on, by wearing some pants if you were a woman, by having them too tight if you were a man. But it depends on who saved you. I just want to know in the house who saved you. 
Hallelujah. Somebody saved you. Jesus saved you. Thank you, Jesus. The life of Jesus transforms us. The life of Jesus transforms us. Take you beyond the form you came here with. Takes you be beyond who you were. Some, so many of us struggling with who we were. What? You've been eating too much. The one who saved us, Jesus, was not like us. He did not come to be served, but to serve. A lot of us have not realized the life of the Son in its fullness, in its totality, because we like being served. We like people giving their life to us, but he came to give his life a ransom for many. That's the Jesus we serve. John tells us in John chapter 3, his gospel, he tells us, he who believes in the Son possesses something, has. He didn't say could have. He says he who has the Son has everlasting life. How long does the la life last? Everlastingly. Forever. And ever. Por los siglos, a los siglos. Para siempre. Forever and ever. Without end. Without end. We don't even understand the most intellectual one of us here. We don't even understand forever and ever. We have an idea. <laughs> Beyond your ideas. Beyond my ideas. He who believes in the Son and Jesus. Jesus is everything to me. I want him to be everything to you. He who believes in the Son has everlasting life. Life that cannot wear out. You can buy the best tires for your car. I, I bought some really good tires for my wife's car. I didn't want it on the road. Thumbing. Because she can't call anybody. She doesn't have a cell phone. Won't take one. I didn't want it there, so I bought the best tires possible, but they wear out. Your life will not wear out. Your life will not wear out. First John tells us in chapter 5, verses 10 through 12, he says, and this is the testimony. This is the witness that God has, but has given us eternal life. Now, the first one I read in John 3, 6, it says, he who believes in the Son has per personally, right now, everlasting life. In 1 John, he says, this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. It's yours. He won't take it away. What are you doing with the eternal life? How are you handling the eternal life? He's given us eternal life, and this life is located. Is where? Not in your doings, not in your philosophical bent, but this life is in his son. Now listen to what John continues to reiterate. He, 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 will, he will speak it, and he will say it again, and say it another way, what? Because if you have 
a propensity to believe one way, John catches us that way. But if you believe another way, he catches you that way. So he says, he who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son does not have life. So I want to come back in a minute and talk to you to see whether or not you have the Son or you don't have the Son. If you have the Son, you're never going to hell. You'll never see it. You won't even get close to the abyss. You won't smell the sulfur if you have the sun. Because there's not going to be some resurrection where we all get up together, bad folks and good folks. The resurrection, the first resurrection, you're blessed because only the righteous are going to get up. And that last resurrection, you are now going to be sitting with Jesus. Watching them get up. Why? Because you have been saved, you are being saved, and you will be saved. You have been saved. Your past is wiped out. Wiped out. You're being saved. All the reality of Jesus is being inculcated into your soul, in your mind, your thinking. And one day, you're going to have a body like His, a body that has never known sin. And I'm waiting for that day. We'll be back in a minute and talk about it. Thank you.